Hello and welcome to DFS Coach Talk. Today is Monday, October the 24th, 2022. I am Joe Sarvati, affectionately known as Coach, and I am joined, of course, by the one and only Mr. Josh Crash Davis. Crash, how are you after a busy weekend? Yeah, it was a very busy weekend. You know, I was just sitting here thinking it's so weird not having, you know, after besides the all-star break after 180 games or whatever it's been to not have any baseball uh, until Friday. You know, it's kind of crazy now. That's a long streak to wait. Yeah. The World Series. You know, so all of our focus now besides tonight and Thursday is on the NBA um, until Friday. So hopefully we can really dig into this NBA slate. I know I'm really digging in today. And uh, hopefully on Wednesday when I'm on the podcast next, we'll be able to dig in, you know, even deeper. So absolutely. I, I'm fired up. I mean, it's great to get a little sample size so that we're confirmed of rotations. And, mm -hmm. you know, the, what I like to look at, one of the most important things to study in DFS NBA is uh, usage. And yeah. we're just about to the point in the next day or two where we can start pulling that usage and it really has some bite to it. And, uh, you know, I use that in preparing today, but we'll start talking about it on the podcast, probably, you know, on our podcast Wednesday and just start looking at those numbers because that again, it's just has a huge amount to do with how, you know, you can project out uh, player uh, totals and what to expect just based on, on strictly uh, that usage category, mm -hmm. you know, differently compared to, I guess you could sort of like in the NFL for targets for wide receivers or, you know, in, in baseball strikeouts, the certain categories and things you can look at that really dictate and affect uh, sure. everything. So I'm fired up, man. I love it. Um, definitely uh, a great eight game main slate tonight. That's going to mm -hmm. be really busy. And, you know, I get as far as yesterday goes, man, I, I had everything going well, and I had two guys get hurt. Yeah, I mean, Ingram, Ingram, and uh, who was the other one you had that got hurt too? Uh, Ingram went down, and then Giddy. Giddy, yeah, yeah, yeah. Giddy hurt his ankle mm -hmm. pretty good, and Ingram's out concussion protocol. I just read before we got on. Mm -hmm. So both yeah, of those guys is. are out. I saw. Um, looked like Deb had some nice wins yesterday. She, she did on DraftKings and Yahoo. She did. Um, unfortunately, I didn't get to play her Yahoo lineup. I just I ran into that whole deal with the whole not crediting my account or whatever until Sunday, and I didn't have time to reserve my lineups in between. So it was just a mess. Yeah, it was odd yesterday. First of all, we had DraftKings crash for about 15, 20 minutes, mm -hmm. just totally went dead. Right. That was really odd. And then yeah. Yahoo with the delayed payments. I just think they're, you know, it always happens first you know, four to six weeks of the NFL. Usually they just get so overwhelmed. Mm -hmm. I think they just get, uh, you know, just hammered by that, but, uh, yeah. but hopefully they're all getting it done now and, mm -hmm. and uh, everything looked good today on all three. So I think uh, we're in pretty good shape there. Yeah. But uh, yeah, for those members that uh, were are aboard, you know, it was, it was a good weekend, you know, topsy turvy, you guys did bit great in uh, football, you know, with the whole Josh Allen, uh, Stefan Diggs deal. That was beautiful. And no, it was, uh, it wasn't, it was Joe Burrow and Jamar. Chase. Oh, Joe. Yeah. That's what, what I'm saying. The yeah, Bills won yesterday. So <laughs> I, I'm losing my mind. Yeah. You're right. No, you're right. Good. 
Yeah, Chase. Somebody Chase. made a comment here about um, Green Bay. Green Bay uh -oh. sucks. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, I guess since he brought it up, I'm just going to uh, say it now. Uh -oh. I am going to grow my beard until uh, they win a game. I'm going to keep the under part shaved, you know, but but as far as the actual beard, I'm going to grow it out until they win a game. Again. What if they don't win any more games this season? I mean, I'm not I'm not going to come on here looking too much like a caveman, but, you know, I'm going to I'm going I'm to see how far this thing can go, though. Who's the baseball guy uh, for <laughs> <laughs> that hit the homer the other Marsh? Marsh, yeah, You're gonna look like Marsh, like Brandon Marsh in, in December, so yeah. Oh my god, all <laughs> no, right. Well, I'm not, I'm not, but <laughs> I think Green Bay will win before then, hopefully. I mean, I it's, hope so, it's ugly, but but yeah, yeah uh, the whole uh, that was phenomenal. Burrow Chase, it was a fun Sunday, we we did mm -hmm. well, so it was good, it was good all the way around. Great to have so many people in here. I know we've been shooting the breeze here already five minutes, I don't know how that's gone by so quick, but we have a great group in here. And the awesome thing, you know, if you saw the schedule uh, I put out today, all seven days this, this week, 4.45, same podcast time, no switches. Because all of the games, even on Saturday and Sunday, are later, so we can fit them all in. So you guys can check them out throughout. We'll, uh, we'll give away a, a set of the $3 tickets, a couple sets today. want to start sharing in the love here with the family. Uh, we had a couple new folks jump in. We had a, a <clears throat> member come back to join us for NBA for the year and all kinds of people flowing in. Usually that's what happens here when baseball winds down and, and really uh, basketball gets uh, up and going. So let me say real quick hello to Rodney Pollard, who is the number one winner of our being in the chat first today. He didn't even get in that early. He snuck in there, though, before Nathan Feudy. How's it going, my friends? Rosé, Rosé, Rosé is in there. Of course, Mr. David, Earl Tyson. Uh, I call him Mike. and I, I hope you don't mind that, Earl. Uh, just a, a little while I like to throw because you're so damn tough. Not, you knock people out in these contests. Uh, who else is in there? Earl's chatting, Payne Blank, SM, Dead Presidents. Slash Dead Presidents, what's up, Doug L? Mm -hmm. Money Marty 24. Is that a new person? I don't recognize that name. I don't Money recognize Dogon, Dogon SS. I don't recognize that name. Awesome. Um, new folks, yeah. welcome. Stacks Money 77. We know him. Mm -hmm. JT's in here. Uh, Trump, Trumpus. he's new. been in here. Abe oh, okay. Lincoln is the president, mm -hmm. is back. Hello, mm -hmm. Commander-in-Chief. Of course, our buddy Niall Simmons. Uh, Aloysius 5. Not to be confused with Aloysius 4 or 6. Roddy, King of Smack, of course. Uh, what else do we have? Joe K. Jumping Joe K. in the house. Um, Coach Mom's there with us today. What's up, he Coach is. Mom? Uh, king of all <laughs> trades. Now, did I miss any big questions or anything? I just was looking at names. Oh. Love, do we have any big questions that we have to deal with? I, I haven't seen any yet, but I wanted to uh, remind um, you of something because I don't know if this got out or not. But did Rodney Pollard get a hold of you because he was our winner Saturday? Yes. Okay. Uh, we we took care of that. I okay. did take care of Rodney Pollard. He is all set. Um, 
Let me see here. What other questions? I just want to make sure because when we get going here, we're going to be a, a maniac. Earl mm -hmm. Tyson never plays FanDuel, by the way. Did you know that? He does not, not care about our FanDuel picks. That's a joke. Huh. Earl's, Earl's Mr. FanDuel. Mr. FanDuel. <laughs> yeah. And we will get some FanDuel picks for you, Earl. I promise you that. Chad's uh, yeah. on FanDuel. Uh, probably not my favorite pick, but who did he say? Cat at center on FanDuel. Yeah, I you know I played Cat the other day. I mean, we'll go through it for sure. Uh, I don't know if I said hello to Absolute Power or not. I might not have. Um, boy from Cali is in there. Okay, Money Monday. That's right. This is Money Monday. This is where we get uh, we get serious here. Best mm -hmm. stackable game. Well, let me let me answer that one real quick. I'm not a big stacker in basketball. I think you really take a chance there. If you're playing a single bullet or two in some of the big money contests and crazy GPPs, and you're doing it for the hell of it, and you want to take a shot at a game that maybe goes 140, 137 in over double overtime, and you need a bunch of exposure to that game, then yeah, you can go for it. But a general build in a single entry cash game, you want to pretty much maybe two guys from a team because mm -hmm. there's only so much output that you're going to get. And there's going to be an occasional game with like the two worst defensive teams where you can get a little bit more aggressive, but I'd prefer in, in situations like that to go two V two. I mean, if you have four guys from that game, it better be pretty high scoring, but if you stack, you know, four guys from a team, really your only path to winning big is if that game just goes absolutely ape shit or, double overtime or something crazy. So I wouldn't yeah. recommend like in baseball where you want to stack and different things like that. So um, I would, I would say the best bet, and, and I've talked about this a lot, and then we're going to get right into this is, you know, get those, get the contest selected, get them set, you know, early the morning or the night before so that you get the contest that you want. They're being, they're posted on DraftKings, FanDuel, and Yahoo early enough. Then start building a lineup, check out, you know, the information that we're putting in Discord throughout the day, get that lineup, just a little massage, so you don't have just all dead wood in there. And then once you have the podcast on, what I would do in your shoes is I would put that on, and as we're talking and you really like a point about somebody, pop them in the lineup, start making mm -hmm. picks. Then at least you're really close to having that lineup ready. Then when we're done... We're in Discord and we're putting full lineups in FanDuel Yahoo and then DraftKings course, and you can do the final uh, tweaks for members there. So that is that was the would be the path that I would take. So there we go. But anyway, really do appreciate everybody in here. Appreciate everybody. If I do call your name and you win a couple of those uh, Millie Maker tickets, definitely check us out on Twitter at DFS Coach Talk. DM me your, your PayPal email. And uh, we will send you those right away. The first winner today is Rose Miller. Rose, 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 you are the winner of the first set of tickets. So shoot me that information and we will get it to you. Eight games. It's so nice not having to worry about weather and all that crap like you have. Mm -hmm. We just know who we're going to get, what's going to happen, and how we're going to roll. So I will check if you have any questions when we're going through these. Throw them in chat. We will get after them, and uh, we'll start breaking everything down. All right, game one crash. I'm fired up. Here we go, 7 o'clock. 
The Indiana Pacers are one and two playing the 0 and three Sixers. Hmm. The 0-3 Sixers. And they lost. Did they lose to the Spurs? Yeah, I think they did. How? Can you please <laughs> explain that to me? I don't know. I have no idea. That's uh, crap. Yeah, it's it's very interesting. I couldn't believe they have, it. They have really got off to a slow start. I mean, they had you a close think? game against against uh, Milwaukee, and um, they, who I else think did they, they lose to? Clippers, they, I think. Yeah, the Clippers, maybe. And, yeah. yeah, but not the Spurs is it excusable? Mm-hmm. But anyway, today they're a twelve point home favorite and a nice big two twenty nine and a half total. We know that the Pacers don't play good D. We know that Turner and Tice, their two bigs, are out again. And so uh, this is going to draw a lot of interest right out of the chute here. And uh, with the 12-point spread, it's a little scary. 229.5, pretty damn good. So what's your initial take on the breakdown of this game? Um, You know, I've got... This this game is I think it's probably going to be a little bit um, higher owned. It seems like the Pacers are getting quite a bit of ownership this year to me. Uh, their games anyway. I like um, on the Pacers Halliburton. You know I think he's in play. He's eighty three hundred on DraftKings, eighty five hundred on FanDuel, thirty seven dollars on Yahoo. Yeah. Not going to go to Batadze against Embiid. I think that's a terrible matchup for him. I know he had that big right. game against Detroit, but I think that's yeah, a he really did. Yeah, he really did. Um, James Harden is one of my favorite plays on the slate. I just really like the way that he's looked um, this year. He's slimmed down and he's just playing so much better, more like the James Harden that we were used to in Houston. Yeah. Uh, Nine thousand on DraftKings. I think that's a little bit too cheap for how he's been playing. 10,000 on FanDuel, probably a little bit more appropriately priced. And then $40 on Yahoo, not a bad value over there. So um, not my my highest targeted game, uh, probably a one-off from each team. Uh, and that's about it for me. Okay. And, you know, the, the odd thing is, even though it's a 229.5 total, and, and that seems like pretty dominating, it's mm-hmm. fourth out of eight. I know. There's I know. three games over 233. So. Yeah. It's not like, you know, the other day where 229 and a half was the biggest number. So it's a little bit different. So the big situation here is, first of all, I'm not going to fall for the terrible triad of big guys for the Pacers. Mm -hmm. Jalen Smith, Terry Taylor, and of course, Goga Batazzi. Those are going to be the guys that are going to split minutes and somebody's going to be tasked with Joel Embiid or they're going to take turns. And I don't think that's going to be very pretty. Yeah. So I I don't trust. I know a lot of people on the ownership side are looking at some of the, the big men from the Pacers. First of all, Embiid's one of the best interior defenders in the league. Secondly, mm-hmm. these guys are going to have trouble staying out of foul trouble. Right. And I just think that, uh, you know, I'm with you. I'm the only guy I'd look at on the Pacers side is Halliburton. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, he's going to have to have a big game for them to stay in sure. this. Although I say that in the, in the Sixers lost to the damn Spurs. So, yeah. you know, I guess anything's possible, but uh, you know, that's really the only spot I'd go. Buddy Heal does not look good yet. Uh, and it just not, you know, he's a streak shooter and you do want to grab him when he's hot, but he's not, you know, just yet. Uh, Jalen Smith, they have a tendency to baby it a little bit. So mm-hmm. I, that would be the guy I'd like of the three, but I'm not going there. So I will have no Pacers today. 
I am a little worried as far as stack, if you will, for yeah. anybody that wants to go like all in and go Harden and Embiid. I would understand that because they're two of the best projections on the board. Mm -hmm. I just, I don't think it's worth the risk though. I mean, I could make a really good case for Harden. I could make a really good case for Embiid. And I will have one of those two guys in my lineup and I keep flipping it back and forth. So I'm not, you know, I never belly flop on here about stuff, but I just haven't decided between those two guys yet. I'm going to keep on uh, reading some stuff, but I will have, one of those two guys in my lineup uh, as my as a pay up a big pay up option, mm -hmm. um, but it's just too risky. I think with with sixteen teams playing to go all in on a team like that, and if Philly gets a decent lead, which they may just kick the tail of the Pacers. Yeah. If they do, then you know the first guy generally off the floor is going to be Embiid, mm -hmm. and you know that's a bit of a concern. So slight edge to Harden, still considering Embiid. But I'm going right to the meet with Philly uh, if I go anywhere there. Yeah, I'm with you. All right, 30 minutes later, and we we need some news still in this mm -hmm. game. And you can let me know if anything's been updated as we're going. But it's the Toronto Raptors, one and two against the Miami Heat, one and two. A lot of teams that were supposed to be awesome off to <laughs> shaky starts. Very interesting. Yeah. And then you've got uh, Scotty Barnes is dinged up. Uh, very questionable there. We know Otto Porter is out. Mm -hmm. And then um, Miami has Jovich. You know, you saw the fight the other day, that whole deal with Martin suspended. So mm -hmm. Jovich, Martin, Oladipo, and Yurtsevin are all out for the, the uh, Heat. Uh, heat only a three-and-a-half-point favorite and a really crappy total here of 215. So... I guess my question to you is, yes, Miami shorthanded a little bit. So is there any direction you go there? Do you expect this game to stay as close as Vegas thinks? And if Barnes sits, it does elevate some guys there. So mm -hmm. as bad of a game on paper as far as from a DFS standpoint, great game to watch, not a great game for DFS. Are you going to go here at all? I actually like this game. Um, really? I have Van Vliet um, at, as one of my top point guards on FanDuel. He's only 7,300. I don't like him on DraftKings at 8,600. Right. Um, he's $30 on Yahoo. That's a good price for him. And then if Scotty Barnes is out, I think it helps both Siakam and Ananobi. So I like both of them yeah. um, on all three sites. And, you know, we just had this matchup literally the other day on Saturday. Right. So. Yep. The exact same matchup, exact exact same location. I mean that that seems like pretty rare to me that the NBA does that, but yeah. um, that's what happens. So I like a lot of the same guys I liked the other day. You know, Siakam, like I said, he's had really good success against the Heat. I like him again, especially if Barnes is out. And then Lowry uh, has been good against his former team in Toronto. So those are probably be my top plays. I don't. Like you said the other day, I don't like how Bam has looked. Um, just has not looked like the same Bam out of bio that we've seen in the past. And until that changes, I'm not going to go to him. Tyler Hero is too high owned for me. I'm not going to go to him. Um, I think Lowry's probably going to be my only play on Miami, but I do have two or three guys I like on Toronto. So, yep. Yeah. You know, I, I just don't like this game. I, I'm on the opposite side here. I, 
I watched some of it the other day and just, you know, the tempo, like yeah. I expected, wasn't great. You have two brilliant defensive minded coaches. Uh, you know, Bum Adebayo is just, you know, really pretty. He's just playing terrible. He mm-hmm. just doesn't look right. Pascal Siakam's going to get a lot of ownership, but he's expensive. I just don't, I don't want to go there. I, I yeah. don't feel it. Now, the only thing that I'm considering because it's a gross underprice, that's why. I hate this because I normally wouldn't have played him, but at 7,300 on DraftKings, that's a ridiculous price for Van right. Lee. I mean, yeah. that's just a misprice. He needs to be <laughs> at least 8,300. So because of that, I, he may get some ownership from me from DraftKings. Um, but other than that, I'm, I really just don't want to go there. Hero is, like you said, way too chalky. And we can, uh, we'll go over ownership. We'll do uh, one more game and then we'll hit the ownership and talk about that so we have that on the way in but this is going to pretty much be a pass uh game for me uh, just because of the tempo the defensive prowess and you got a lot right. of guys that just aren't playing that great yes Siakam's playing decent and Hero's playing decent but in these matchups a little bit tougher mm-hmm. all right 7:30 we've got the 0 and 3 Orlando Magic against the 1 and 1 New York Knicks Knicks are a seven and a half point home favorite, 221 and a half total. Orlando's half their team is out already, three games into the season. Uh, we know Fultz, Harris, Isaac, Suggs, and Mo Wagner all out. Only guy out for the, the Knicks is Grimes. So you've got, you know, the whole group from the Knicks that usually plays the big minutes, and that always gets attention here, and I think deservedly so. And then, you know, Orlando, just mainly because of the shorthandedness, um, I think brings a few guys into play here. So what are you looking at here? Yeah, I like on Orlando. I do like Banchero again. I know the other day against Boston, I didn't like him as much, but um, I, I do like him. He's 7,600 on DraftKings, 7,500 on FanDuel, $30 on Yahoo. I think that's a solid price. Um, and then I like on the Knicks, I like RJ Barrett. I think this is going to be a good game for him. Um, he's only 6,300 on FanDuel. He's 7,100 on DraftKings, $28 on Yahoo. So probably just a one-off from each side here for me, but Banchero and Barrett would definitely be my top two picks. Okay. And by the way, I learned for sure how to pronounce this properly because he is going to be a star in this league. And I, Mm -hmm. I called him Banchero for a while, but it is Banchero. Banchero. Okay. And he's, Paulo is so damn good. I like him in this game. I think mm-hmm. he's I think he's the real deal. He's their go-to guy. Yeah. Uh he takes the big shots, he can hit the big shots. Uh you know, for a Tibbs team, the Knicks defense hasn't been as crisp as it usually looks to me. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if it's cuz they're rotating some of their bigs and they have a different look or or what the deal is, but Ben Caro is in play for me today. Um Wendell Carter, I'm not going to play both bigs from their side. But I do like Wendell Carter just for consistency, his minutes. And, uh, you know, he's been very solid. He shot the ball uh, pretty well early on here. So those are the two guys interest-wise for me on the Orlando side. Uh, Usage, you know, Ben Caro is uh, leading Orlando in usage as a rookie. Mm -hmm. He's the only rookie leading their team in usage right now. So that is something to, to take note of here. Yeah. Um, on the Knicks side, you know who I really like today? He's one of my favorite plays. 
it's Jalen Brunson. Not to say that it's Jalen Brunson. Yeah. I, I really think it's a perfect spot for him. Um, you know, the fact that they have to start Terrence Ross, he's a terrible defender. They're, you know, that that defense is really struggling. And I just think Brunson, you know, home game. Uh, I think he's going to go off here. I really do. I, I think he he has a great game. Now, it's a seven-and-a-half-point spread. So, again, if Thibodeau doesn't have a 25-point lead, he's still going to play his guys. So you don't have to sweat it like you do, you know, like a Spolster or something that would pull mm-hmm. guys pretty quick. So I'm, I'm not as worried about Brunson getting yanked. And I think you could go to a second Nick, in in my opinion, you know, if you yes, want to yeah, I think Julius Randle's a nice play. Yeah. I think uh, if you don't go there, R.J. Barrett uh, also can be considered. Those would be the, the other two that I'd look at after Brunson. Uh, what I don't want, though, is all of a sudden we've got a center share with the Knicks, with Mitchell mm-hmm. Robinson and Isaiah Hartenstein. So I don't want any part of that. Yeah, I don't either. Yeah, Ben Ben Caro is not getting a lot of ownership, and honestly, neither is Julius Randle. So I think you could probably play both of those guys. I think this game's going overlooked because you have those three games that are in the 230s, and you know people see this 221 and a half. They figure the Knicks, Thibodeau, play slower, and they don't play that slow anymore. They're they've sped it up a little bit, and uh, their games are a little bit higher scoring. And Orlando's horrible Mm -hmm. defensively. So, you know, I hopefully, I mean, ben, if I'm going to play this game, I'm Bancaro's got to play well to keep them in it. Mm-hmm. And if that's the case, then Brunson or Randall on the other side, I mean, it, it would fit perfectly, but it also could bust. I mean, if the Knicks get up 18 and, you know, it's just a shit show, then you could have some difficulty in this game. So it's yeah. not a lock washer category, but I think it's a game that's going to go under owned and deserves to get a little bit more. Uh, play mm-hmm. and uh, Julius Randall's had some nice games three of his last four his last game uh, was only 23 and a half but before that 69.7 45.5 and 56.5 so pretty yeah. solid numbers against as you would expect Orlando not being a powerhouse so you know I love that Rodney Pollard said that that is a great point man Cole Anthony gets up for games against the mm-hmm. Knicks in Madison Square because he grew up with his dad, Greg Anthony, as the point guard for the Knicks in Madison Square. So that's his home court, if you will. So you've got Brunson, who's from that area and was a Knicks fan as a kid, and Cole Anthony. So Anthony's not a bad play either. He really isn't, especially the fact that Suggs is out. I'm a big Cole Anthony guy. I, he was one of my most roster guys last year. The, the only problem with him is he does occasionally get a little cold from the field. So you got to mm-hmm. gotta pick your spots there. But I agree with you, Rodney, and I like the narrative. And you're right. He does get up four games in Madison Square because of his dad. There's no doubt about it. True. Uh, all right, let's see. Let's uh, – let me take a look here. Let's go to – how about we look at ownership a little bit? How's that sound? Yeah, I've been looking at ownership. That sounds good. All right, folks. Let me give you some of the top projected ownership here on DraftKings. Give you the top 10 crash. And I know it's a lot to absorb in everybody's brains, but this is where you just you got to listen or take notes or do whatever, or re-listen mm-hmm. to it. And if any of these have any leverage plays for you as we go over them through the day, uh, through these games, then you know, you're going to want to mark that. 
All yeah. right, right now, Devin Vassell at 5,400 bucks is projected at 35%. Kelly Olinick's only 5,200 bucks, so he's at 33%. He smashed for me yesterday. Lori Markinen, who's been phenomenal. Mm-hmm. And so my, my tip of my cap, he just burned the living daylights out of a team that I thought would defend him well and crush it. He's been on a roll. He's only 6,400, still grossly underpriced for the way he's playing but you do have to swallow 33% ownership share uh, ex- expectation. Jalen Green, who's been terrific, still a little low priced at 6,300, is at 26. Your man, James Harden, 24 at 9,000. Here's a real nice wild card play that I've been using too because he's underpriced, and that's Josh Hart is only mm, 5,600. Yeah. He's 24%. We talked about the... Uh, Chalky Tyler Hero, 6,500 at 21%. The other uh, Houston uh, guard, Kevin Porter, Houston getting uh, some play today. He's uh, 7,300 at 20%. Desmond Bain, uh, it looks like Brooks may be out. So we have to follow, make sure that's the case. But Bain's only 6,500 with about a 20% share. And then this one was a little surprising to me. Ben Simmons at 20% share at 6,600. That's a little bit of a, you know, reach scoring. And I don't know, maybe not. We'll see. He's he's even higher on projected on FanDuel. It's wild. Trey Jones is a a great cheap point guard. If you're, if that's where you're going to buy down, he's only 5,000 at 19%. Joel Embiid, uh, only 18%, which is super low for him. Uh, But he is 10, five. So, there is, you know, you got to bite off that salary. Then the Spurs, I, everybody's owning the Spurs constantly. I, I just, I love DFS, man. You just never know. Like Kelvin Johnson's right here at 18% at 6,900. Here's a guy that you're going to love. So he's 13th overall. Usman Garuba. Mm-hmm. Do you ever think he'd be in the top 13 projected no, ownership? <laughs> it, makes, it makes sense with, uh, you know, Zengun is questionable and Fernando's yeah. out. So it does Usman make sense. Garuba, 3500 17% projected ownership. Yeah. And then Jakob Pertle, 6300 14%. Cole Anthony, as Roddy pointed out there, people are going to go to him, 6200 at 14%. So that gives you a really good feel. And then a real fast rundown to solidify it on FanDuel, the ownership start. The, I'm, the guys I'm going to give you are, are from Kelly Olenek at an insane 48%. That's a big number. Uh, down to 20% owned. So here they are. Kelly Olenek, Ben Simmons, second mm-hmm. highest owned. Embiid, Jalen Green, Devin Vassell again, Kevin Porter. So everybody's on the Houston backcourt. Desmond Bain, Ant slides in there. One of my favorites, Anthony Edwards yeah. at a fair price. Tyler Hero again, chalky. Josh Hart at his low price. RJ Barrett, like I said, he's on my radar. Cole Anthony and Trey Jones. Uh, and then we'll hit Yahoo. Kelly Olinick, 51% owned on, mm. at 12 bucks on Yahoo. So I mean, I think is that a plug and play on Yahoo for twelve bucks? It's got to be. I, I mean, think so. Yeah. Markinen forty nine percent. Devin Vassell, Josh Hart, Joel Embiid, a lot of the same names. James Harden, Ben Simmons, Desmond Bain, 
Jordan Clarkson. I he looked mm. like dirt the other day when I played him. Mm. Uh, Kevin Porter, Jalen Green. So the backcourt both twenty one percent owned uh, projected on on uh, Yahoo. I would not play both. Jason Tatum sneaks in there at nineteen percent, and then Bam Bam's pulling down ownership still. They yeah. don't know that he officially changes A to a U, and it's bum out of bio. And then are you ready for this one? Royce O'Neal, for God's sakes. Holy cow. 19%. <laughs> wow. No, nobody's safe, man. Anybody can be in the lineups. It's crazy. Royce O'Neal. Dang. Yeah. I did not see that coming. Isn't that crazy? Mm-hmm. Deb is in the house, so buckle it up now. We got to get serious. Yeah. Um, I'm glad that all that trash talk you were doing about how much the Phoenix Suns stink and they're on a, a dive crash. You should have heard them, Deb. It was terrible. <laughs> no, Hello, Miss Lutz. She gets a. How come she gets to be called Miss Lutz and gets all these compliments? And they just, you know, we're yeah. just chop liver to compare it to Deb. You know how that goes. Uh, all right. Let's get back in it. Uh, Conley is playing. What is this? You believe Conley is playing? Like Conley? I thought he was. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. He doesn't usually play back to backs though, so we're gonna have to really follow that. Yeah, that's uh, true. Um, yeah. The Bam disrespect. I know Villar Schuler. I played him the other day, and he he couldn't make a shot. He looked totally out of sync. I'm a big Bam fan. That's the sad part. But I, I mean, it's been. Several consistent games at the end of last year and at the beginning of this year, he looks like garbage. Mm -hmm. So he needs to turn that around. I've been known to, I'll give him the U back for the the A, but, uh, or the A back for the U, whatever. Uh, But he's got to turn it around, man. Yes, Markinen is killing it. He was the the guy that the Cavs gave up that was was painful. I like the Cavs. I'm going to go to some Cavs games this year. Uh, But he is playing great. The key with marketing, and I said it early on, I expected him to be great unless he gets hurt, and he gets hurt a lot. So let's hope looks, he stays healthy. Looks like, unless I've got bad information here, it looks like Conley's going to play. He's upgraded okay. to probable. So okay, yeah, yeah, and that uh, and that very well could be the case, no doubt about it. Mm-hmm. All right, we go on to game four, uh, the eight o'clock variety, and there's four of them. And then we have a 10 o'clock game. We have to wait two hours for the last game, Crash. I know. Why is that? I don't know. We had to do that the other day, too, when um, when you and I were doing a slate. So Monster sweat for the, to the last game. So yeah. this first 8 o'clock game is a 3-0 and Boston Celtics. Everybody's going ballistic for the Celtics. 1-2 and uh, Chicago Bulls. We know Gallinari, Robert Williams, that's old news. They're out for Boston. Lonzo Ball, mm-hmm. old news. So it's the regulars going at it. And then the $9 million question, Can you do you play Brown or do you play Tatum? Or are they either one playable? Boston's a road favorite by six. And you have a, a fair over under 225 and a half. So how do you see this game playing out? You're usually on one of these Celtics. Yeah, I like Jason Tatum. I mean, he's averaging... 56, you know, it's only been a few games, but 56 DraftKings points per game. So um, he has the higher ceiling for me, and uh, he is obviously more expensive. But I think if you can get to Tatum, if you can make it work, I think he's one of the best plays on the slate. Um, 
I'm not going to get to DeRozan. I think the Boston's defense is going to give him fits. I really don't like anybody on Chicago, honestly. So either okay. Tatum or Brown, depending on your salary that's available. And that's a, that, that's it for me. Yeah. You know, uh, the only guy that I, I like a little bit is Zach Levine. I just think that uh, I don't know if he's fully healthy. I don't know if he's going to get, you know, I want every single second out of him on the court, but he did look really good the other day when he, when he played and he's going to have to have a monster game for them to stay in it. So I'm going to consider him. I think his you, price is fair. Um, you think he'll get Marcus smart defense though? Um, Probably, but he can yeah. shoot over Marcus. He's scored on Marcus in the past. Marcus has had a little bit of difficulty with him. Now, you know, the fact that he can rise up the way he does, I mean, he's got one of the highest release jump shots right. in the league, if not the highest. I would like to see, you know, <laughs> what that one is. Unless, you know, you, like Markin and those guys are seven feet, but Levine, mm -hmm. as far as a guard and just pure jump shot, I mean, he can shoot over Marcus. And that's why I think those are usually the kind of guards that give him a little bit of trouble, uh, ones that can shoot over him. Yeah. But, uh, but I still, I think he's, Levine's going to be lower owned and I like oh, that yeah. angle, but yeah. you know, I, I think the Boston's just playing great ball now, but I just always sit there and, and just can't pull the trigger between the Brown Tatum scenario. Cause you know, you always have Tatum a little more expensive, but I think Brown's just as capable here. Mm -hmm. You know, I like Patrick Williams defense and I like Javante Green's defense. And those are the two guys that are going to be, tasked with guarding Jason Tatum a lot. And I think that they'll do pretty well against him. Mm. You know, I'd almost lean a little bit towards Jalen Brown. He'll get some DeRozan and, and, you know, maybe even a little Levine, depending on how the rotation goes. But I just, I don't think I'm going to do it. I, I like these 230-something games, the three yeah. of them coming up, yeah. that I just don't want to spend all that cash on the Boston guys. I you know, for me early on, I think you commit to some salary with Philly or you commit to salary with Boston. But if you do both, mm -hmm. here's my concern with that. If you could, and, and this is just me thinking out loud, if you do go Harden and Tatum, that does scrap you a little bit for these next, you know, 235 total games. That's the only thing. Right. So just yep. my two cents. Not that I'm trying to talk you out of it. I mean, it could be the winning way to go, but uh, we do have some big, uh, you know, some good matchups for DFS coming up. Yeah, definitely. That's really all from this game for me. It's not going to be a key game in my Yeah, point. it's not It's not for me either. Like I said, either Tatum or, or uh, Brown if I had to play anybody. And then I don't really like anybody on the Bulls. So Deb's, Deb's giving me the backup. She's with me on Brown over Tatum. Hmm. Yeah. Uh Yes, Conley playing in a back-to-back -back is a trap. I agree. First of all, I don't think Conley's a, a very good play ever right now. He's just – he's not that good anymore. And yeah. they have other guys stepping up. And on a back-to-back, -back, I would never trust him because they're – here's the thing. He will not be on that team after, at mm -hmm. the trade deadline, period. He's the last guy. They'll move him. A contender will get him. The last thing they want to, to do is the dude to get hurt because they lose all the trade value. So they're not going to ever overplay him. So I would yeah. not, to me, I wouldn't touch him. Even if, if he plays, so be it. But I just wouldn't do it. Mm -hmm. um, let's see. All right. We're, let's go to the 3-0 the and o Utah Jazz. How about that? 
<laughs> yeah, I know. Crazy. 3-0 Utah Jazz against the 0-3 Houston Rockets. So more of the same. Um, we've got Azabuki out for Utah still. And then, of course, Jangoon is out. And we it doesn't look like we're going to get uh, Fernando, Tate, or Ty Ty Washington. They're still going to be out. So because of some of the thinness, I think, in the backcourt of Houston, you're getting a lot of Porter and Green ownership. Uh, Utah's played good ball, man. They're, it's hard to to combat that. Um, mm -hmm. You know, I know everybody in the world is diving on marketing. I, I talked about them a ton in the preview show in the first game or two. And then I faded him the other day. He was my big fade and he crushed me. So yeah. I am not going to be a big sissy and go right back to him here with my tail between my legs. I, I don't know. Markkinen's tempting, but his price is up a little bit. Um, what are you going to do in this game, Crash? Um, well, I'm I'm mostly pro providing GPP type lineups, so I'm probably not going to go to him. But if I were playing single entry or cash, I do think he's a good play on DraftKings at only 6,400. It's still um, too cheap. $21 on Yahoo, 76 on FanDuel. Yeah, I'm probably not going to get to that. I just like um, Edwards and um, Ben Caro. Uh, yeah, there you go. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I, I'm probably not going to get to him. Um, I think I like Jordan Clarkson a little bit more than you against Houston. I just like guards against them in general. Yeah. Um, and then I like Vanderbilt. 4700 on DraftKings, still too cheap. $14 on Yahoo, again, too cheap. Yeah. 6000 on FanDuel, not going to go there. Uh, Kelly Olenek, I think, is a good play. 5200 on DraftKings, and like we said before, only $12 on Yahoo and 4800 on FanDuel. So probably four guys, uh, honestly, from Utah for me in this game and probably going to fade marketing in, in, in my GPP lineups. Well, boy from Cali, where's the, the chalk line to rub the face in the chalk here? Because everybody's, yeah, flocking to Utah. They're 3-0. and They're playing good. They're playing a crappy Houston team. I, I I think it's a trap, dude. Don't stack the Jazz. Yes. Are we going to do another bet on this one, Coach? Do you want to go bald again on another podcast? What? Who are you talking? Who do you want to uh, battle here? <laughs> Houston and uh, Utah? Utah? About Utah, yeah. Utah's favored by two and a half. I'll take Houston in two and a half for a bald show. Okay. Houston's going to win this game. Okay. You heard it here first. All right. So the next Wednesday show, be prepared to lose that hat because Houston's going to step up and win this game today. And here's, here's the thing. I am going to have exposure here. It's that 234 and a half number is a great number. And I'm just not going to stack Utah. I'll probably eat the chalk on Kelly O. Mm -hmm. Or if I do, you know, possibly a Vanderbilt or Mark. And I didn't like the way Clarkson looked. Again, eye test of it. Just he didn't look sharp. He is streaky. Houston doesn't play any defense. He could go ballistic. I get it. But for me, I think Mark and Vanderbilt Olenek, I'm going to choose just one probably. But I'm mm -hmm. going to come back on the other side possibly with a little bit more gas here. I like Porter. I like green. And I like, uh, if I'm going to save my big money, Garuba, I yeah. don't think is the worst choice you can make. Not either. I like Garuba. I, I think I Especially, didn't... you know, where you don't have to use the center spot. You can use him as that extra player. 
he is he is in play for me. So I'll have probably three guys from this game, and uh, maybe not the ones that are going to be total chalk for everybody else. But uh, mm-hmm. as weird as it sounds, you know me, I never played two guys, and I said it earlier, I was worried to have two backcourt guys from the same team as chalk and maybe not go with both of them. But if I played two builds, I'll probably have Porter and one in green in the other. But I'm a big Jalen Green fan. I, you know, I DraftKings wearing the hat today, so it's a coincidence. They yeah. sent uh, us from Coach Talk to that Houston game last year mm-hmm. uh, against uh, the, Lakers the Lakers, and got to watch us. And Green went ballistic, and just you know, when you see something in person, it's it's even more real to you. And man, that kid is really talented. You know, mm-hmm. watching him away from the ball and everything he does, he's he's going to be a top scorer in this league. Uh, in no time at all. So um, top score for Houston DFS, for me, it's going to be Jalen Green. I think Green, then Porter, uh, those are the two safest plays. Um, and then I think, as a again, as a flyer where you're trying to build a lineup where you're saving cash to have another buy-up where you can get an Embiid or somebody, I don't think Garuba is the worst play today. I really don't. He's a talented kid. If he gets the minutes in this, the pace they're going to play, Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, Kelly Olenix plays four more than he does five in his career. Yeah. So they don't really have a, a demanding inside presence, Utah. They've just been winning by shooting the ball well. So I think this game's high scoring. I think if you don't have good exposure to this game, you're gonna be in trouble. Yeah, I agree with that. All right. Um, we have three games left. We have another high scoring one here. Same exact total crash, 234 and a half, but a bigger favorite. The home team, uh, Mm -hmm. Minnesota, is an eight and a half point favorite against the San Antonio Spurs. Both teams are two and one. So Doc making me look like a dumbass again, or I mean Pop. Pop making me look like an idiot because I I really thought they would win like 12 or 13 games this year. They're two and one for God's sakes, Mm. with like the worst team I've ever seen. I just don't know how they're doing it. Uh, Here's here's my my theory tonight, Crash. This is my big take. So it's my hot take for the day. You ready? Mm -hmm. Minnesota wins this game by 25. And I am going to fade this game Mm -hmm. because of the massive blowout. People are going to own the Spurs like crazy. We again have three of the top 15 Spurs. And everybody's going to flock to Russell Edwards town specifically and try to make this 234 and a half be the, the be all win all game. I'm not going to do it. This is going to be my stance. This is why we're not like everybody else. And, you know, just uh, not to be negative about anybody else, but we're not just going to stack all these 235 games and, you know, you've got to make your choices. I think this game blows out. I don't think eight and a half is enough. I think Minnesota hammers them. And for that reason alone, because of two reasons. One, I think they don't get full run. Secondly, I don't like the ownership on both of these sides because they're both owned a ton. So there you go. There's my out on a limb coach take right there. Okay. I do like Rudy Gobert. I really like the way he's looked. He's at like 3% ownership on DraftKings and FanDuel. So I don't mind going pricey, though. 
yeah, I still don't mind going to him. Okay. And uh, I'm probably going to fade Devin Vassell. Um, he's just going to be so highly owned. And like you said, if this game doesn't stay close, I mean, he's in big trouble. Um, and then and then Jakob Pertl is also getting a lot of ownership. So I'm definitely fading him against, you know, Gobert defense. I mean, that's just going to be tough. So, yeah. yeah. I By the way, I think Keldon Johnson is way better player than Devin Vassell, in my mm-hmm. opinion. I would I would go to Keldon Johnson for those that are playing this game over Devin Vassell. That yeah, just I mean, he's kind of the the afterthought on that USA team, but he was on that team. I don't know how many people realize that, but that's right. Well, yeah, yeah, that was pop pop though too. But mm-hmm. um, we know how that goes. Yeah. Um, yeah. So this that's going to be a key game for me. I'll you know in the fact that I'm going to be rooting for low scoring or as far as blowout. And not a real high score, so we'll see how it rolls. Yeah. So nobody's yelling at me in in chat, so they don't think I'm crazy. So that's a good thing. <laughs> so we'll see how that rolls. Um, all right, we have the last eight o'clock game, and this I'm definitely interested here. You've got the one on one Brooklyn Nets against the two one Memphis Grizzlies. Basically, a pick 'em right now. It's sitting mm-hmm. Memphis by one with a nice two thirty three total. Key game. I think this is a nice DFS game here. This one I'm interested in. Yeah, um, there are some plays that I like in this game. Um, also, a fade for me is going to be Kevin Durant. I don't like him in this matchup. He's had, I think, eight of his last nine games against Memphis where he scored less than 30 points. So, yeah, yeah. odd and, that and some really, a team holds him down, you know? Yeah. Yeah, but they have. Um, I'm sure Dylan Brooks and Desmond Bain have had a lot to do with that. But right, um, I do like going back to the value with Santi Aldama again. I really like him. I think that this is a good spot for him after yep. he let us down last game. And of course, John Morant. I mean, I I don't know how how um, you don't at least consider him on a on an eight game slate going up against Kyrie Irving. I think it's a pretty good matchup for him. So for sure. Um, I don't really like anyone on Brooklyn except for Kyrie Irving kind of running it back with the same thought process. You know, John Morant hasn't been the best defender at times. So I think Kyrie Irving could have a good game too. Yes. I I didn't mention, by the way, Curry, Morris, and Warren remain out for Brooklyn. Brooks Mm -hmm. is the one we need to find out about. And it's very important too. That's information that will change my ownership in this game. If he plays or not. Um, Green, Jackson, and Williams are out for Memphis. The reason I say that is I do think a lot of Durant's issues against Memphis are strictly because of Dylan Brooks. He's a real irritant, and he really gets on Durant's nerves. No, he does right. not. They do not like each other. And uh, and Brooks has a way to get under people's skin. So if he doesn't play, I think that's a, a plus for Durant. Uh, but you know, if he does play, then certainly no consideration for me there. Mm-hmm. Um, I my favorite pay up my pay up play today is you know we talk about our pay up value and fade guy. It is Jaw Morant. I really like Jaw today. I'm not afraid to pay up. I think this matchup is great. I think this game is going to be high scoring. I think you could easily, like you said, come back with Kyrie on the other side. Yeah. Both of them could have monster games. Neither one of them defends very well. And I think uh, just a great spot for Jaw. Um, again, you know, some consideration for Durant, but I want to see the Brooks news. I sort of like Nick Claxton 
for a GPP cheap big. Mm, what do you think okay. of Nick Claxton? Yeah, I didn't even recognize him the other day. That's that was the first thing that stood out to me. He, he cut off his hair, and yeah. he looks like a completely different dude. So I know. Um, but no, I, I I like that play. I mean, he'll be low on that's for sure. So I mean, he's Adams is great. He takes up a lot of space, but Claxton's just so quick and mm -hmm. just you know getting to the glass and finishing and alley oop. Yeah. I just think yeah, the pace of the game low owned. Yeah, I think the pace of the game is perfect for his style. So. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, he's gonna get some alley oops and some finishes. What do you? What about this Ben Simmons noise being a top ten owned projection? No. No, not for me. I'm no, I, I mean, you know, when you when you uh, roster Simmons and you're watching the game mm -hmm. and you're wanting him to score, it's it's like watching uh, a, a tooth get pulled. It's painful. Because, <laughs> yeah. you know, when he does get out in the open court, yeah, he's awesome. He can finish. He can, you know, rebound. He does get a lot of DFS points in different mm -hmm. ways. But, man, you, you know, just to get 10 points at times – you know, you're just sweating it. Real points. Yeah. I mean, so. I think I think when he was with Embiid, that was a really good fit for him. But there's nobody like that on Brooklyn. So, I mean, I just, I don't know. Oh, my God. I'm so sorry, Skylar. I do remember us talking. Skylar Villar, not sure. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Skylar, yeah. Remember Skylar? Yeah. yeah. So sorry about that, man. Mm -hmm. Now, I'm glad you, uh, I'll remember that going forward. I'm the worst at pronouncing everybody on there. Um, who would who that one day I that guy never came back I mispronounced his name so bad oh no yeah so uh yeah I, oh no question Simmons the reason he's getting ownership is because we know he can have 15 points 15 rebounds and 15 assists let's face it that mm -hmm. is always in play for Simmons and this is the kind of game that he could get it because of the pace but yeah you got to have a little courage there because you you know there are going to be times where it's just again you know, that the scoring capacity and just zero range makes it very difficult, but mm -hmm. I'm with you, man. I, I got you for sure. I mean, if we think, if we think that they're going to guard Durant, well, I mean, that doesn't really leave a whole lot. I mean, I don't really see a whole lot of Simmons to Kyrie Irving, you know, type plays going on out there. So yeah, I don't know. We'll see. King of Smack wanted to know Harden Towns go bear. I mean, I can see, that again, I'm not going the the Towns Gobert direction because I think it's going to be such a blowout. But I do like Harden. So to answer that question, you you like those three guys, right, Crash? Which three? Harden, Towns, and Gobert. Harden and Gobert. I don't really like Towns. You're not I'm on the cat bandwagon, okay? Mm -hmm. uh, and then as far as I saw another question there. Um, Crash can't fade the Jazz today. No, I knew he. I knew he would be. People are going to be sucked into that Jazz team a little bit early. But yeah, it's, Houston's just not. I don't know. They're no, just they don't defend. They team. suck on defense. Yeah. yeah. Skyler says clacks attack. So he's with me nice. on the Claxton play. How much um, is he? he is? Was Eldama in foul trouble the last game? Are you looking that up? Uh, Dogan, Dogan SS. How are yeah, you? I was going to ask you about that because I figured you were probably watching that game. It got blacked out where I live, so I couldn't even watch it. So I can pull it up and look unless you want to do that. Um, um, yeah, I'll look it up. Then let's see. I saw one other question. Oh, Doug L's also passing on Ben. 
I mean, I'm surprised he's that high owned. I, I that's that's shocking to me. I thought somebody yeah. else had a good question that I thought was very valid. I could be just dreaming again. That's always a possibility. Um, yeah, I mean, Aldama is priced right. Certainly risk, much more of a GPP play, um, in my opinion, anyway. Yeah. Um, and five fouls, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and I thought so, and that makes perfect sense. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, we got we have the last game, I believe. I don't think yeah. there's anybody else uh, in that one we wanted to go over. So it is the uh, should be a great one too. Denver Nuggets two and one at the Portland Trailblazers three and zero. Oh. Right, man, are they playing well out of the gate with their new squad? Mm-hmm. Um, Gillespie out for Denver. Winslow, I don't think he's going to play. He's questionable. I thought I read he's out, so I'm not going to play Winslow. Peyton, Saar, and Watford also out for Portland. Um, this game is a four-and-a-half-point Denver uh, favoritism here on the road against mm-hmm. the undefeated Trailblazers. That'll be a little extra billboard info for Portland. Uh, and it's a 226 total, so right on that cusp of uh, you know being potentially uh, some good plays. Is this a Royce night, RJ? Do not. <laughs> go with Royce. Royce I know he's getting ownership <laughs> Mr. Royce O'Neal yeah. I get it he's getting minutes they're playing him a ton uh yeah I yeah I'm I'll give you it. I'll give you my prediction for Royce O'Neal tonight he's gonna have 18 fantasy points all right that's there you go so if you need 18 RJ you yeah. got your man Bruce uh, Brown are, where are these people? Are, are people yeah. drinking? It's it's Monday. You can't be drinking already. Bruce Brown. What's he looking like on our supplies? Let me see. He's looking like no. <laughs> Let's just say pass. Two and a half percent owned. Winslow is out. Thank you, Doug L. I thought I read that. Hey, great group in here. Thank you, everybody, for jumping in. Awesome to have you. If you haven't said hello yet, say it, because I'm going to give another set of tickets away here in a few minutes. Um, all right, Crash, let's break this game down like nobody's okay. business. All right. Uh, Nicole Jokic is too expensive for me. 10-9 on DraftKings, 11-2 on FanDuel, $57 on Yahoo. I'm just not going to have the salary to get to him. I don't think he's a bad play. It's just he's so expensive. Um, on FanDuel and Yahoo, I like Jamal Murray. He looked a little bit better in his last game against the Thunder. And, you know, I think at some point it's all going to come back to him and uh, kind of want to be ahead on the on the uh, crowd there before he does become what we, you know, used to see in him. At 5,500 on FanDuel, that's one of my favorite plays on that site. So I that's like Jamal price. Murray. And then on the Portland side, Dame Lillard has looked good um, so far this year. And I think Josh Hart is a little too cheap. He's 5,600 on DraftKings, 59 on FanDuel, and $19 on Yahoo. I like so that's, it. that's my take. A couple guys from each side. All right. I I faked everybody out on my payup even because I have two payups today. Okay. I'm, going, I'm putting all my chips in the middle, Itch. and I'm expecting a joker to be turned. And it's going to be the Joker. I love him in this game. Nurkic was his understudy. He always likes playing great against him. They're mm-hmm. going to need everything he's got. 
Murray's not 100% to me yet. Pope's not a scorer. Porter's so-so. Gordon disappears. It's, the it's you know, again, Giannis, uh, Luca, Joker. Those guys, I you think you, if, if you ha- can get one of them on every slate, I think you got to grab one of them. Those other two guys I mentioned aren't playing tonight. This is a guy that can get 75 or 80. And I think this game is going to be close enough, high enough scoring that he can get it. So there's enough cheap guys around that, you know, if I have the guts to fade the Philly guys like I'm possibly going to do, fading those Boston guys, fading that Minnesota-San Antonio game because I think it's going to blow out, Mm -hmm. I'm going to put my chips on on the Joker, Morant, build some guys around him. I just think Joker's too good to pass up. So it's it's a warning for our members because here's the deal. We are not going to be in the top 25% at from 8 till 10 o'clock or whatever. We have to wait. Right. Uh, so it's going to be stressful. But when you see those numbers just piling up for the Joker, we're going to blow by people like they're not even standing, you know, like they're standing steel. So mm-hmm. I just think, you know, to me, 10-9 is too cheap. I think in this type of matchup with this pace, I think that he I would pay 11-9 for him. Uh, mm-hmm. I know it does make it difficult, but there are so many cheap guys. And I mentioned them throughout the show that you can get a Garuba or an Olenek or Claxton or these guys. You can find guys that I think will do just fine that lets you get to these other players. And I I just think you're going to need him. I think he's going to be a difference maker. I think he's going to be the highest score on the slate. I know that's no hot take because he's got the highest projections, but he's not getting that much ownership. No. And and speaking of that on Yahoo at 1.8%, I might have to readjust my lineup just to get him in there at 1.8%. I mean, I think it'll go up a little bit. Yeah. That's but, just, you know, those are the kind of anomalies. If you don't play Yahoo, play Yahoo. And uh, Deb, if she's still on, she's been bugging me, and, I, and I'm so sorry because she's right. I had I have such a great ROI on Yahoo. It's It's been phenomenal this baseball mm-hmm. season. I just haven't had the time to pull all that out and, and post it. But it's because you can find anomalies like this on Yahoo where you're going to get some $10 and $12 players like we talked about earlier, and then you can get – the, the jokers in there at low super low ownership it's a perfect scenario where if you're playing some of these higher dollar 10 uh, guy contests or those type of things you really can smash it on yahoo mm-hmm. so yes DraftKings and FanDuel have the best uh as far as most contests best you know different options of what you want to play but don't sleep on yahoo because you can really do well there uh also yeah, definitely Yes. Um, and yeah, there's Deb. She's saying it and she's, it took forever to get her to convince to play Yahoo and she's been smashing it ever since. So there are definitely some, some edge there that people don't want to uh, bother to play. And again, don't forget, um, you know, there's a lot of different pricing on these sites, you know, where like I wouldn't even consider, $7,300. Who was it that we talked about earlier? Way underpriced. Uh, not marketing. Uh, no, Randall, he's 7,300. Uh, no, it was a guard point guard early on. Oh, Van Vliet. Right. He's super underpriced on DraftKings, where I may play him. Zero chance on Fandle and Yahoo at his price. So it's you got to look at those. 
it's yeah, the opposite. You- 8,600 on DraftKings and 73 on FanDuel. Okay, that's yeah. what I meant. You know what yeah. I'm saying. So yeah. the, the point is, thank you for correcting me on that. You got to look at that pricing, and you can't just plug one guy in all your lineups across the board. Mm-hmm. You got to double-check those if you're playing multiple sites because that is another way people get lazy or they, they get crunched for time, and they just jam guys in, and it doesn't fit. So you have to be able to pivot to a few of those guys. So, all right, any other questions? Okay. Um, Crash, do you want, I know this is an impromptu, you know, throw out, but do you want to do a two brains real quick? Sure. Do we, do we want a two brains? We won't bother people's time. Let's give me a a yes or no. If you want a two brains GPP FanDuel built, we can do it right here in chat. And then I'll give away uh, the other two tickets. Um, Let's see. Let's get, let's, let's get a yes or no. Who want? Yes. Earl Tyson has made the decision. Nobody oh, Mr. No. that. Earl's a lock. That was the lock right. of the day right there. Earl yeah. Tyson saying yes to FanDuel. All right, Coach. So I think you had the first pick the other day, or did I? Go ahead. You got right. it. I'm going to take your guy. I'm going to take the Joker. Wow. I talked you into it that much? You did. Good Lord. All right, so let me uh, – I really have to get to work here because I wasn't prepared. I just decided this on a whim. So um, let's see here. Upcoming – you're going to take the Joker. Mm-hmm. And I know this is going to strap us, and it's going to be difficult, but we found a way in the past, and that's where De- – I need Deb because she saves all the – oh, no, Deb spends the money. You're the cash saver. I am. I'm going to okay. take John Morant. Ooh, okay. I, I know it hurts. Right. I'll take Garuba. Okay, Garuba. Power forward. Usman, 4,100 bananas. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go with power forward. I oh, know I can't do it. He's a little too much. I take that back. I got to be – we're only 57.67 per man, so I can't – can't get crazy here. By the way, I was looking at Nick Claxton there. I like him a lot today, but he's a little, little 6700s a bit much. Yeah. Um trying to keep the pricing in line here. How about what's his number? Let's go with flat $6000 Cole Anthony. Okay. Still keeps us as long as we're in that over fifty five hundred per guy, we'll be okay. Yeah, I'll take Aldama at the other power forward. Yeah. Okay. Forty four hundred, so that should help. Yep, you're saving the cash like always. I can always count on you to save the money. Hmm. I'm going to take $5,900 Josh Hart. Okay. I, I like that last game to get some action. I think it's going to be high scoring. So we're still in good shape. Let's see. Don't like him. Oh, I got my next guy. I'm ready for my next pick. Okay, go ahead. Sixty-three hundred dollar Jalen Green. 
Okay. So you got the last two guys and 12 grand to spend. So we're not in that bad of shape. No. Terry Eason. Eason? And Bancaro. Oh, I'm glad you took Bancaro. So you we got a young squad here. Yeah. Um, okay, so I must have somebody in the wrong spot. Uh, let's see here. Eason qualifies at shooting guard. Oh. Or small forward. That's where I have him. Oh, I, I, I Josh Hart in the wrong spot then, huh? I don't know that it matters as long as they're interchangeable. Yeah, I, let me let me make sure that. It oh, all... they're not. They're not. Oh, so okay. He's only a small forward. Yeah. Yeah. So we have two hundred bucks left. So here we go, everybody. This is your. Let's all play it. Split a big pot, and uh, chat it up. John ja Morant, Cole Anthony, Jalen Green, Josh Hart, Tari Eason, Paulo Bencaro. Usman Garuba, Santi Aldama, and we've got the real got the names here, and Nikola <laughs> Joker Jokic. So we've got uh, some all foreign guys, mostly a lot of guys mm -hmm. from uh, overseas. Yeah, and that leaves you uh, two hundred bucks. So if it changes, if anybody gets scratched, we will post it on uh, Twitter at DFS Coach Talk for anybody there that's not a member, and certainly we will post it uh in um discord all right the last winner don't forget follow us on twitter and you know really we really really appreciate this when you if you follow us on twitter at dfs coach talk and you see us post some stuff we're gonna have uh giveaways flash giveaways we've been doing it with members for people that like and retweet i always hate to put on there you know, like and retweet, blah, 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 for this, mm -hmm. that, and the other thing. I just, you know, if you believe in us, you feel like you're getting some winners from us, we just appreciate it. It takes two seconds. Hit that like, hit that retweet. That means a lot to us. So if I call your name uh, real quickly, jump on Twitter, DM us at DFS Coach Talk. And if you're watching right now on YouTube, please hit the like button, the thumbs up. We've had a big number in here today. Let's get that thumbs up for everybody. And then hit the subscribe and alert in the upper corner. We would really, really appreciate that. All right, the second set of tickets, and you can send me the information here, and I'll get it right to you right after the show. The winner is Doug L. Doug L. is the winner of the second set of tickets. Congratulations, Doug L. So hello to the new people. Thank you for our regulars, and we're going to grow this. We're going to be a huge 445 every day NBA. We're that all week, and we're going to stay in this slot. We're going to dominate it, mm -hmm. and uh, we appreciate every one of you. Real and, quick, um, real quick, Coach, I want to address one question that I saw in the chat. Sure. Um, somebody asked why we don't do a DraftKings. Two brains are better than one. Do you want to go on, uh, explain that real quick? Yes, DraftKings has very stringent rules where they don't allow uh, providers to give out full lineups. And they will ban people for doing that, and they have. I know some that have been. And we follow the rules here at Coach Talk. I mean, we want to be here the long run, long term. So, you know, we give out core builds on DraftKings, but obviously we couldn't build uh, a full lineup on here because DraftKings would not allow that. Uh, FanDuel and Yahoo are fine with it. 
So we yeah. do provide full lineups there. What Maybe we'll do, we'll do Yahoo. Someday? Yeah, we'll do Yahoo sometime. I was just going to say, we should do Yahoo one of these days because mm -hmm. I love Yahoo anyway. Yeah. So excellent. Um, all right. Uh, anything else that we have to uh, look at? I think that's it. I think that's it. Um, we got about an hour before lock. So do you want to review our pay up value and fade real quick? Yeah. Uh, for me, my pay up is James Harden. My value is site dependent. It is Jamal Murray on FanDuel, Santi Aldama on Yahoo and DraftKings. And uh, my fade is Jakob Pertl. <clears throat> okay. My fade is going to be Gobert. My play is going, my uh, buy up is the Joker and slash jaw as a, a sidekick. And uh, my uh, value play is the highest owned guy on the slate, Kelly Olinick. He'll probably squeeze in there too cheap for mm -hmm. the minutes he's getting. And we know he can play it well. So Garage Junkie Productions, you missed it, man. That's okay. You can re-listen and, uh, uh, we are on every day at 4.45, so you can catch us on time. We're work and puppy grandpa killing me. Oh, man. You got a lot stacked up there, garage junkie. So we'll we'll get you in here. And you can re-listen. What does it take? How long to post-crash afterwards? Oh, it's already up. Like, as soon as we're done here, it'll already be up. So it doesn't, okay. it doesn't since we're doing live streams, it doesn't take any time at all now. So, yeah. Awesome. All right. Thank you, everybody. Appreciate you. We'll certainly be back uh, tomorrow for the, at the same time, like I say, all week long. And uh, tomorrow, Deb joins me, mm -hmm. and uh, and then we'll go from there. And then Crash, you'll get to watch Crash with no hat as the Rockets win tonight, and uh, that'll be fun on Wednesday. So, all right, everybody. Thanks, Crash. Great job. Everybody have a great day. Uh, let's crush it. Let's all hit that FanDuel one, split it, and uh, make some money. Thank you, everybody, for listening in. We'll catch you again tomorrow when we look to crush it in DFS and Boom Fantasy.